The information in this program is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness or disease or injury. Consult a qualified health practitioner for answers to your personal medical questions. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Are you or your loved one in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Don't give up hope. Dr. Yardley has had success with thousands of patients who previously tried all kinds of different procedures, but to no avail. Patients come from around the world to right here in the Northwest to get treatment from Dr. Yardley. So listen and learn about his unique and natural methods and the possibilities for you. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. Here we are. We're back. Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., is here with me. Dr. Yardley, in just a moment, we're going to talk with one of your patients. This one comes from my hometown, Bremerton, and I actually went to school with uh, one of her sons. And this is a unique case because she came to you with a diagnosis of Parkinson's. And this is a really fascinating story. So let's talk to her. Judy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Frank. Hi, Judy. Hi, Dr. Yardley. Wonderful to hear you again. So, Judy, you have quite the story for me. I understand that you got a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. Please tell us that story. What happened with that? Well, I was told by my primary care physician that I he thought I had it, and he asked if I would see a neurologist. And the symptoms I had when I saw the neurologist were gait of walking was shuffling of a Parkinson's patient. And I had that blank stare in my face. My balance was bad. My voice was soft. My hand was weak. And I had a tremor. I had um, trouble getting out of chairs. And I had my handwriting was atrocious. Mm. I was slow in thinking. Yeah, now this started after you had a hip replacement. Is that correct? Yes. I had um, two years, well, it'll be three years in in June that I had the hip replaced. Mm. I write one. So what did they offer you in terms of dealing with this? What treatment did they offer? Or how could they help you? The neurologist said you should go on the, the drug Cinnamet, and that will help weaken some of these symptoms. Mm, but it wasn't going to stop the condition. The condition was going to continue to advance. Correct. Did you do all the medications, or did you decide to go see Dr. Yardley? No, I, I heard that um, on the radio, and that's when I decided to call up for an appointment. I said, this lady can be relieved that much by having his treatment. It was worth a try because it's a downhill slide with Parkinson's. So you went to Dr. Yardley's office. What was your first visit like? Well, it was uh, doing testing they had to do to see if I qualify as a patient. And you did. You qualified for care. What was I qualified for a patient. There was hope in the horizon. And when Lee started his, uh, did his first treatment with you, what was that like? Did you find that he kind of jumped up and down on your back and it was very invasive and painful or what? No, in fact, it was very gentle. I've been to chiropractors before. I've never had one like this. It's just very gentle working on the uh, cervical neck. So did you did you find uh, that there was immediate relief or, or did it take a while for there to be some kind of change or what kind of change did you see? About a month after the first treatment when they asked you now, how's this, how's this, how's this? And you think, oh my goodness, how much changed? Yeah, it was at that point you realized things were, were improving. Even though you may not have been aware of it, you started realizing things were changing. Yes. And slowly people were watching me change mm. from that blank stare to a face of expression again. Isn't that neat? Yes. Oh, and and yeah. so eventually you went back to see your neurologist. Is that right? 
or your doctor? Was that your primary care? Yeah, I had an appointment, the third appointment with him on February 25th, and that's when he said, you don't even look like you have Parkinson's. Wow. I said, what did I look like when I came to see you? So he told me exactly what I looked like, which I described to you. Mm-hmm. Let me just clarify, Judy, so that for the listeners. So you had this shuffling walk, a problem with your gait. Is that gone? Yes. And you had trouble sleeping. How's that? Majority of the time, it's much better. Now, you had this kind of blank face look that we associate with Parkinson's. Did that change? That's gone. Completely. People notice that. They make statements, oh, your face doesn't, you don't look like you have Parkinson's. Your voice sounds fine to me. How's your handwriting these days? Are you still dealing oh, with it? Oh, I can t- write now. <laughs> and, 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 are Which you, is lovely. Are you having hand tremors anymore? A little bit in the morning. And that's an improvement over what it was. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you were also walking bent over, weren't you? Oh, I was. Yes. And it's like folding up at the middle. That's right. You were looking old before your time, but not anymore, right? <laughs> right. Your treatments have been fantastic. Judy, I have to ask you, um, if somebody came to you and said, you know, I've been thinking about this uh, Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., what would you say to him? Would you go see him? I'm- I've been out recruiting people, telling you've got to go see Dr. Yardley, and seeking out people to go see him that I know that at Parkinson's, I've got another character that I would like, not character, but person I would like to talk to. He's going to be a hard one to, to convince, but if he gets there to see Dr. Yardley, it will be quite a... I like the term character. That sounded good. <laughs> so, Judy, it sounds like you had a just a life-changing experience with uh, Dr. Yardley. W- w- has there been a difference in your life with the with all these symptoms uh, going away? Oh, well, yes. I've got control of my body again, which I was losing. You have a few children and probably quite a few grandchildren. Are you able to spend some quality time with them now and play with them a bit? Well, yes, much better. The kids have been very supportive. Well, congratulations. Judy, thanks for making the time to chat with us. Yeah, Judy, thank you very much. And it's uh, been a pleasure taking care of you, and I look forward to seeing you in the office. Thank you so much Bye. for being where you are and who you are. It's, it's my pleasure. Believe me, it's my privilege. Man, I am telling you, Dr. Yardley, Judy's story is just one of the most fascinating ones we've heard in, in the entire time of doing this show. Certainly you're not going to tell all of us that you can cure Parkinson's disease. Not at all. But it does not mean that if someone has a condition such as that, that there cannot be a significant improvement in the quality of life. And, and all with realigning the body and the brain. Yeah, tapping into the body's inherent ability to heal itself. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, it's Todd Herman here at the fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Brent is with me. Hey, Brent, was there a specific medical situation you're facing that sent you to the Yardley Institute? I was having severe uh, sciatic pains and problems with my neck. I know you're a contractor. Was it limiting you? Very much so. I mean, I play soccer, ski, snowboard, and I found myself unable to do most of these things, and I didn't want to do surgery. Tell me about your response upon the first gentle, non-invasive treatment. It just kind of felt like he was putting a 
but slight amount of pressure on there, not a great deal. And then it was done. And, you know, it was less than 30 seconds, something like that. And the next day I was actually able to move and my left leg where my sciatica really originates started lessening and I was able to move it much more easily. What's different in your life and your work now that you've been through the treatments at the Art Institute? People have noticed my amount of energy is back. And I run up and down the stairs now. I can do that again. I can take two stairs at a time. And it's just amazing. What do you say to people who are sitting on the fence going, "Ah, I don't know if I want to go to the Arthur Institute? Don't wait. Do it now. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Dr. Yardley, we're going to talk about something now that we haven't talked about a lot on the show. And yet I would guess that a a vast number of people listening right now have issues with this. We're talking about thyroid issues. This is something... Uh, thyroid issues that you must run into a good deal in your practice. That's correct. I think that any clinician that's in practice these days is seeing more and more people coming in that are on thyroid-lowering medications, such things as Synthroid, etc. And uh, and they must be asking themselves, why is this happening? Why are we seeing so much of it? The thyroid gland is really an interesting gland. It's actually the largest, uh, largest endocrine gland in the human body. And a lot of people don't realize that your blood actually circulates through the thyroid gland Every 17 minutes. Every piece of your blood goes... Every 70 or 17? 17. One seven minutes. And why that's important is because there's a chemical in the thyroid gland. There's um, iodine. And what that does is it actually kills bacterium and spores and things that made it past the GI tract into the bloodstream that can be damaging to the body. So in a way, it's actually... um, Uh, protecting the body against infections. But when we see these people coming in, what the thyroid-lowering medication, what happens is usually they go to their general practitioner or their primary care practitioner. Mm -hmm. They get a blood panel done, and it's determined that the thyroid is uh, underproducing. And so they're given medications to up the thyroid levels to speed the or or to make up for the lack of the thyroid level. Unfortunately, what they're not doing is looking at the body and how it's functioning as a whole. Because you see, we live in a society where there's a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. I mean, even driving down the road, you'll find that your shoulders are up around your ears, especially if you're driving on (laughs) I-5. Which you do. (laughs) Exactly. And, and, And what the stress does is it causes the adrenals to start producing chemicals. And, and it starts, um, and what that does is it starts revving up the body. So think of it like this. It's like taking a car and you start revving the accelerator okay. with it in neutral. What are you going to do? You're going to kill the engine. Yeah, pretty much over time. Well, the body's no dummy. You know what it does? It goes up to the thyroid. The thyroid starts downregulating the body so that it protects you from doing that. So when you go in and you start taking this medication to up the thyroid, you're not looking at the whole picture. One of the chemicals the adrenal produces is cortisol, and this makes it uh, possible for us to sleep at night. The cortisol levels drop off around 10 in the evening, 9, 10 in the evening, so we can go to sleep. And at about 5 in the morning, they go back up so that we wake up. Now, guess what? If those adrenal glands are not working right, it doesn't do that. So people have a sleep disorder. They can't get they can't get to sleep at night because the cortisol levels are too high. They can't wake up in the morning because the cortisol levels are too low. So... A lot of this is because the body's just not sinking the way it's supposed to. There's a compromise in the brain-body connection. And so what we do is we go in, we reestablish that brain-body connection, and many times these things begin to start normalizing. They start functioning the way that they're supposed to. So w- when you talk about uh, reconnecting or, or, or repairing the brain-body connection, um, you're not talking about curing a thyroid condition. 
No, not at all. What what you're doing is actually encouraging the body to cure itself? Exactly. Making it possible. Eliminating that which was stopping it from occurring. So can you give me an example? I, I know you have lots of case studies because you've done this for a while. There was uh, a lady that came to see me. She was in her 40s. And okay. interestingly, she was a physician's assistant. Well, now that's intriguing to me. It, it is because she spends her life prescribing medications for people. Right. And she came to see me for a more mechanical problem. And I don't remember what this neck pain or back pain or headaches or exactly what it was. But anyhow, she understood the brain-body connection and what we were doing. And and, uh, after she'd been under care for a little while, she came to me and she said, you know, one of the things, one of the unexpected results that I've got as a result of coming in and getting my brain-body connection corrected is I'm off my thyroid medication completely. Really? Yes. And so that was that's so exciting because what we were doing is about normalizing the body, enabling the body to heal itself. And when we see things like that happening, we know that it's working. Let me let me just uh, toss one at you that we haven't talked about previously. Let's talk about age for a second because what tends to happen to people as we age, and I lump myself in this too, uh, is is that you know you have like an aggregate, you have a number of of problems begin to crop up. And it seems to me that what I'm hearing from you is that when you're talking about the brain-body connection, that it can, by repairing that, then it can have an impact on a number of conditions. Oh, absolutely. Um, The body, you know, as we get older, a lot of what happens with our body coming apart, uh, I I don't buy the age theory that much. It's part of the picture, but not that much. Um, It comes about as a result of decisions that we've made or that have been made for us with regards to our health and years in the past. Okay. And you can't do anything to control the decisions that have been made in the past, but what you do control are the decisions you make today, tomorrow, and in the future. Those are what you can control and change. And and unfortunately, these conditions, if they are allowed to go far enough, become permanent, irreversible, you see. So the thing is, don't wait until you're feeling it. Don't wait until you've got the problem. Make decisions to improve your quality of life and your health um, before these problems actually develop. And you believe, and, and, and certainly you've seen plenty of evidence, that your procedure can improve somebody's quality of life dramatically? Without question. If that sounds good to you, if that sounds like something that you want to you wanna become a part of, let me give you a suggestion. Why don't you call us right now at 866-529-1105. Now, the Yardley Institute has a website, yardleyinstitute.org, Y-A-R-D-L-E-Y institute.org, and you can go find out about what Dr. Yardley does over there. But if you'd like to save yourself some money, here's a special offer for you. And that first visit will be dramatically discounted. It's usually $148. You'll get it for $38 when you prepay now. So you'll save yourself about $110. And and they don't just, you know, shake your hand and say, nice to meet you. Now we're going to treat you. You you actually go through a battery of tests, don't you, Dr. Yard? We do. Yeah, non-invasive tests. Uh, they're actually fun. And, and they tell us a lot about what's going on. It's pretty extensive. Uh, it is. Because the bottom line is not everybody is a candidate for the Yardley Institute. And what you're trying to do, Dr. Yardley, is to find out if a person is. We don't accept everyone for care, and that's exactly right. 866-704-1047. Why not save yourself some money? Call now. $38 prepayment. You're going to need your credit card. 866-704-1047. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Do you suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? 
These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, it's Todd Herman. I'm here with a fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Craig, you started going through the treatment. What was, when did you realize you'd seen improvements? For me, it was at the gym, walking around, realizing, wait a minute, uh, my joint pain's gone. Mine was when I would wake up in the morning. I was having back pain, and uh, I felt like it was going down into my buttocks area. Yeah. I was sleep different ways, hoping that it would fix it, but I would always wake up with a pain after the first one or two uh, sessions with him, I woke up without any pain, and it was such a relief to wake up refreshed without feeling that pain level that I would wake up with. I'm smiling as we're talking, Craig, because I, I remember sleeping in a whole bunch of different wild positions. Yeah, What's it meant for your overall quality of life? It's much different. I mean, I can get up in the morning and bend over and put my socks on, <laughs> which doesn't <laughs> seem like a big deal until you can do it again all of a sudden, you know? Right. I'm a little older and a little wiser, and I've put up with some pain in the past, and I would say don't be like me and sit out there and hesitate and wait and wait. Just go get it done. I I couldn't agree more. Call now during the show, and it's just a $38 prepayment with your credit card, and that's a great deal because normally it's $148. That includes all the gentle, non-invasive tests. You'll meet with the doctor. You'll find out if you're a candidate for care at the Yardley Institute. Call now during the show. It's just $38. Call 866-704-1047. That's 866-704-1047. You can learn more and book your appointment at YardleyInstitute.org. That's YardleyInstitute.org. Listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Dr. Yardley, I want to talk with you about something that you've mentioned more than once. And every time you, you say the words, it frightens me the suicide disease. With good reason, yes. Tri- trigeminal neuralgia. See, yes. I was able to say it. You did, and you did it well. Okay, thank you. So talk to us Talk to us about the suicide disease. Why is it called that? Well, the tri- neuralgia is just an abnormal condition of the nerves. And there's a big nerve on the side of the face with three branches called trigeminal. Tri standing for three. Sure. And, and when people... People get TN or trigeminal neuralgia, and TN may be an easier term for us to use. Uh, it is known as the suicide disease because more human beings commit suicide because of this condition and with this condition than any other single condition. So is it like unrelenting pain yes, on the side of your... facial pain. Really? Yes, and, and, and it affects people uh, just wind blowing on their face, just turning their head. Uh, just brushing against the skin. These are the kind of things that... Um, and how long can this last, this condition? For the rest of their life. People can have it their whole lives. Uh, they, they, well, as long as they don't commit suicide. Oh, yeah, well, of course. And, or, and unless it, they come to the Hadley Institute. And, and it, it can be a, a very large, but it can also be a smaller part of the face, correct? Yeah, it can affect all three nerves, more common one or two of the nerves, and then it can change. It can move around. One of your uh, patients has been kind enough to join us uh, here this morning. Uh, Frankie in Federal Way is here with us. Hi, Frankie. Welcome to the show. Hi, Frank. It's good to be here. You have a great name. It's it's nice to uh, to meet you. <laughs> so my understanding is you had the suicide disease. You had trigeminal neuralgia for some time. Is that right? Yes, 25 Ta- years. 25 years? How old were you when you started it? Oh, well, I'm kind of old no, now. No, no, we don't give that away. <laughs> but it was 25 years. I've added it up. Wow, that is amazing. And And was it unrelenting? Did it come and go, or...? At first, it came and went, and then it came back with a vengeance and stayed. 
and the only thing I could do was injection surgery, which led me to the hospital uh, with uh, meningitis, which you can get when you do this procedure. Uh And now they're not doing it anymore. So when I went to Dr. Yardley, I had had absolutely nowhere to go, didn't know what I was going to do, because they won't do the surgery anymore. They just want to do a brain surgery, which is much more severe. Now, had you been through, I mean, been to a number of specialists by the time you finally got to the Yardley Institute? Yes, and I had been on medication, not pain medication per se, but it's called Tegretol. That's what what they use is to kind of... um, I don't know, it relaxes the muscles yeah. a bit. Now, now Frankie, hurts. I often ask when we, when we encounter somebody who has been going through something for a, a good period of time, which you have, mm-hmm. or, or did actually, um, how did that, what was the impact on your life for that? I mean, were you able to work? Uh, I think you teach piano, right? I do. And, you know, it's my mouth that I make a living with, uh-huh. my mouth and my hands. And, um, when you have this, you don't want to brush your teeth. You don't want to open your lips. Uh, mumbling is about the only way you want to talk because you're getting electric shocks, like sticking your finger in a light fixture, you know, sure. all the time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, wind, um, a change of temperature, anything, just a brush on, and no kissing. Oh. No kissing, that's for sure, because it's painful. Oh my God, what a, a terrible way to live! So you went to see the yard. You went to see Doctor Yardley. You went to the Yardley Institute, and what happened? This is how it went for me. Okay, I went in there and I felt a confidence, and I felt a very strong feeling that I was doing the right thing. And I thought I have no place to go, and I listened, and they gave me all. Uh, the x-rays and talked everything over with me didn't promise me anything Mm -hmm. but just said they they could do their best and they've had some good successes and so i thought let's go because every day was excruciating pain and so i started um and i also felt a very uh, there's a calmness in dr yardley's office it's uh, a sereneness, and while I was there, I felt really relaxed, and that goes a long way when you're working with severe pain. So, Frankie, where are you today? Do you still have uh, trigeminal neuralgia? I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's left me. It's gone. It doesn't hurt anymore. It's uh, amazing. It, oh, it's real amazing. Frankie, I know at one point in time you were able to gain relief in one position, and that was laying down. But by the time you you came to see us, it was affecting your sleep. Yes. Uh, there was a constant burning. It would swell up. It would get knotted. You get these shooting pains. You found that sitting, talking, brushing your teeth, uh, and when it was bad, it would cause you to mumble. Yes. Not good. Not good at all. I remember sitting down with Frank and, and her husband, Kay, and, and I said to you guys, I'm going to get confused because he's got a woman's name and you've got a man's name. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah we play with that a lot. Exactly. <laughs> no confusion now, though, because the condition uh, vanished. And it, what would you say about the Yardley Institute to somebody who's suffering from uh, the suicide disease, trigeminal neuralgia? Well, this has just changed my life. Um, I'm the person that I used to be. And I would tell people to run quick, 
go in, take a listen. Frankie, thank you for making the time to come on with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Any time for Dr. Yardley. You take <laughs> care, Frankie. No <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. You can hear from over 100 patients discuss the incredible improvements they've experienced with Dr. Yardley at the Yardley Institute. Health issues like neck and back pain, headaches, sciatica, neuropathy, vertigo, and many others. Go to YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, it's Todd Herman for Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., and I'm chatting with Dan, who is a fellow patient. Your wife's on improvement with sciatica, headaches, asthma. You go there just to support your wife. You are off the Xantex, and you're off the Tums. That's incredible. And within just a few months, my doctor took me off of my diabetes medication. Wow. And the pills are gone. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, don't take anything. What would you say to people about Dr. Lee Yardley um, as a guy who restores the body's ability to heal itself? I have to say that I was skeptical, and I understand that. And so people are probably maybe a little skeptical. But really, what do you got to lose? Yeah. And if there's something out there that can help, and there's so much that we don't know, and the body works in ways that most of us just do not understand at all, and Dr. Yardley does understand ways that the body works, and he can help people because he knows those things. It's not disease care, it's health care. Right. It's been a very positive experience for us. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back with uh, Dr. Lee Yardley's talk. Uh, Dr. Yardley, did I read somewhere that there's some new theory that genes are the cause of all of our disease and that we're just passive, unable to do anything about that? It wouldn't surprise me, and that's certainly what we've been led to believe. I mean, it, it, there isn't a week that goes by that you don't hear about some research that's been done for a gene that causes this cancer or a gene that causes that cancer, or you hear about some lady that gets both breasts removed because she's got the gene for breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And I think there's really some confusion on this um, because the way the disease care approaches work, and they consider disease either a genetic problem or a regulatory problem. And the tools that they use to solve this is it, it drugs, surgery, and radiation. Now, if you look at it over the last 10 years, there's been just more and more of this genetic stuff going on or uh, genetic research, so to speak. Here's some interesting facts. First of all, the gene structure that we have in a cell that's in our brain is exactly the same gene structure that we have in a uh, skin cell, and it's exactly the same genetic gene structure as we have in a bone. And, and, and so... What's interesting here is what is the difference between those three cells? Well, the cells are very, very different. The gene structures are the same. What makes them different? It is the expression of the genes. And the expression of the genes is controlled by the actual outer surface of the cell, you see. So gene expression is what we have to take a look at if we want to really try and solve these problems. In fact, what's called the genome, the actual genetic structure of the human being, has been the same for thousands and thousands of years, Mm. and it has not changed to this day. Yet, if you take a look at 1950 on, these chronic illnesses that we've got have just grown exponentially. So wait a minute, the genes haven't changed in that time period. Right, they have not. But the chronic disease has grown. Exactly. All right, so that doesn't, it's not at all all coming from the genes and i'm not i'm not a doctor i can see that exactly exactly that is totally correct so what's causing it okay so 
it's the expression of the genes that's the problem, and the expression of the genes is controlled by the internal and external environments. So the internal environment that we've got can be controlled by thoughts. Thoughts can have a big thing to do with that. Uh, the food that we eat, um, the brain-body connection that we deal with at the Yardley Institute, this has a, a tremendous impact in terms of internal environment relative to these cells. External environment, our exercise, um, how we deal with stress, what kind of stress we're under. All of this begins to uh, uh, feed into the external environment, and this is what determines the expression of genes. It's not the presence or absence of genes. It's the actual expression of the genes that we really have to worry about. You're not saying that there are diseases. There are diseases that we can't control, right? There are, like uh, mongoloidism. You know, it's a uh, gene 21. You know, there's an extra gene in there, and that Mm -hmm. creates, um, you know, uh, Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, there There are genetically related diseases. But to look at genes as being the underlying cause of many of these chronic illnesses uh, I think it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and particularly since you described the change, you know, since the 1950s, this increase mm-hmm. uh, in these chronic diseases. I mean, that that has to be this combination of external and internal and the changes of our lifestyle, right? Exactly. It's got to feed into that. That's right. And, and we take a look at what's changed since the 50s, you know, the quality of our food supply, uh, what we're actually consuming. Um, you know, our level of activity, you know, in terms of being fit and, and, and doing things. Um, there's just been a real change in our societal direction since the 50s. And we have to take a serious look at that if we're going to change the epigenetics of the cells and therefore the expression of okay, the You genes. said a word I need to understand, epigenetics. Epigenetics is the science of the expression of genes. So gene study is looking at the presence of genes and trying to link link, you know, what they do. Uh, Epigenetics is what actually controls the expression of those genes. And it's a whole separate science in of itself. Okay. So this is the stuff I could sit and listen to all day because I want to understand how the body works. Because for me, I mean, I'm a a testament through changing behaviors, right? Part of that's as a patient at the Yardley Institute. And that was a changed behavior for me. and, And that brought about changes in how I feel, but also what I consume. And what's so interesting about changing what you consume is I think it changes what you do. Mm-hmm. I think changing what you consume and put in your body changes your energy level so that you're able to go out and be more active and maybe more like like my grandpa. My grandpa was 85 years old when he was still climbing up on his roof and going up and you know taking it apart. Right? He was of that age, right? Of that exactly. generation. Yes. So I mean that was my grandpa's experience, you know, and he was at that advanced age, but he worked his whole life. And you see a range of people in the practice, though. You see people who are very sedentary, and you see people I know because I see them in the in the welcome area who are very very active in their life. But the practice applies to people in different ways. And how is that? It does because people, um, you know, there's certain things I never tell people to do. I never tell people to lose weight. They know they need to. They'll make that choice when they're ready for it. I never tell a person to stop smoking. They know that's not good for them. They're going to make that decision when they get to it, you see. So uh, our job at the Institute is to take people where they're at and try and move them in a direction of becoming healthier. And, and they make those choices. And one of the beauties and wonderful things about my practice is about 35 to 40% of the people I see in any given week aren't there because they have a problem. They're there 
on a maintenance basis or a wellness basis. I see them a few times each year, make sure they're doing good. Uh, many of them uh, are not only feeling good, but they're holding for years and years and years. Now, you know, you're one of the few business people I know, Dr. Adley, who makes it your goal to see the, the customers left less often because you want the cure to occur. You want their body to regain the ability to, to heal itself as, you know, with the brain-body connection. You're listening to Restoring Health and Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Are you in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Dr. Yardley is here to help. His gentle, non-invasive treatment allows the body to heal naturally with no drugs or surgery. Learn more at YardleyInstitute.org. Hey, so George is a fellow patient of Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., and he's dealing with a whole list of health problems prior to seeing Dr. Yardley. He had bounce issues, constant numbness, tingling, pain in both feet, serious low back pain. He even had low back surgery, but you're still in pain. So, George, what happened after you started to see Dr. Yardley? I started going to Dr. Yardley, and uh, just uh, everything changed around. I, I tried running, and I thought I'd never run again. So I tried running the other day, and it, it's it's getting better. You know, it's some some might not call it running, but to me, yes. it's a lot. Hey, George, running is running. So how's the pain? Is it still there? Yeah, I know the pain. I don't have pain anywhere. That's awesome. Tell me, what's that meant for your quality of life? You know, I have as good a quality as a guy my age uh, can have. I don't know of anybody that has any better. You know, I'm semi-retired. I'd say pretty excellent for my age. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I've got Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. from the Yardley Institute here with me. Lee, we've been recently talking about wellness optimization uh, off mic, and that's a relatively new term. Where did you get that? Well, you know, we're my wife and I are always looking at how we can better serve the people that come to us at the Institute, but also how we can improve our own qualities of life. Sure. And this was a term that my wife caught on to or came up with, uh, and we, th- we felt it, it described very accurately uh, the mission of what we're trying to deliver at the Yardley Institute. Okay, so tell me about wellness optimization. It sounds like, I mean, if I can reverse it, optimizing your body's health? Exactly. Um, You know, a plane is much easier to catch before it gets off the ground, have you noticed? Yeah, no kidding. And and so that, that really describes this concept of health. Health is something we take for granted. We've all got it. Most of us are given it for most of our life. Right. Uh, and, and then what I see happening so much is that people take it for granted until they lose it. Now, that, that uh, brings home something that I've observed and we've talked about in the past, which is that quite often... Often, uh, the way you first encounter a patient is when their their health is compromised in a significant way. Yeah, for for many of us, that's the bell that has to be rung to get our attention. <laughs> yeah, and then there's then you have a choice. You can do a few things about it. You can try and unring the bell. Yeah. Have you noticed you can't do that very easily? Now let, we should explore that a little bit. What's the, what's the other thing we can do? Um, or we can hear what the bell has rung and what it's told us, and then we can take that and run with it. Now, what that brought back a, a memory. We've talked many times about this, too. That is that sometimes the bell rings and we put things off. That's and true. And there's a consequence to that, right? There is. 
Yeah, often when we're trying to recapture our health after we've lost it, you know, that that's where people often come with us. And, and the, the good news is we can help a lot of those people. The bad news is we can't necessarily unring that bell. There's going to be some permanent repercussions as a result of it. And then if all we try and do is patch that thing up and then move on with life, uh, now we've set ourselves up for a catastrophe. Yeah, and that's so. which is why we talk about during the show a lot, you know, mm-hmm. don't put it off. Right. Get get after this. It's not a thing to procrastinate about because there is a consequence down the road. And the consequence is maybe we can't help the condition to the degree that we would hope for. Right. But, you know, there are many wise people out there. And, and, and when they hear this, they make a choice. Let's not wait until we're losing the health. Right. Let's see what we can do. It's like let's catch the plane before it gets off the ground. Mm-hmm. Let's make some good choices. And this covers a broad spectrum of things that, that may need to be addressed. Um, the food choices we make, our diet, the exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, the mental and spiritual aspect of our life, and that's a different take for each one of us. But yet, I think the most important thing is that brain-body connection, because that taps in to the inborn ability of the body to heal itself. That brings to mind a story you were telling me recently. Uh, I, I know from having worked with you for a while now that one of your great joys and, and that you're fascinated by is that somebody comes to you for one condition, and in the process of correcting uh, the brain-body connection, another condition improves. You have a story about that, don't you? Yeah, the ongoing delight of what I do is that, uh, yes, people come, and I I sit down with everyone, and I say, what's the one single thing you most want to see gone as a result of coming here? But within the context of that discussion is often a litany of various issues that they've been (laughs) living with and just thought they had to live with. Um, This particular case, and I'm not going into the case completely or in great detail, but I had a gentleman sit down with me just this past week. And, and you know, this is a gentleman like myself that's in his middle ages. And he says, you know, prior to coming here, uh, I had issues with acne. I always had acne on my back. And I never knew why. For whatever reason, since I've been coming in and seeing you, that stopped happening. And, of course, it was a big question mark for him. Why would this happen? But it was clear in his mind the only thing that had changed was the fact he was getting his brain-body connection corrected. Now, Lee, can you explain to the people going, okay, so why did the acne clear up? And keeping in mind mm-hmm. that at the Yardley Institute, you do not cure anything. That's correct. We cannot. The but, body heals itself. Yeah, so, uh, you know, one of the reasons that things like this happens is that the body's kidneys, the purpose of the kidneys is to remove toxins from the body. Right, to purify. Exactly. And But it can't always do that that well, and it has backup systems. One of the backup systems is the skin. If your kidneys are not functioning at its highest level, it will begin to remove those toxins through the skin. And it might show as acne. It might show as a number of different things. Yeah. But once that brain-body connection is corrected, oftentimes those kidneys now start functioning at a much higher level, and that backup system is no longer necessary. So when we're talking about wellness optimization, mm-hmm. encapsulate it for me. What are we talking about? We're talking about taking every system in the body and having it function at its highest possible level. And you do that by removing that which is stopping it from occurring. And in order to do that, what do we have to do? That brain-body connection has to be functioning at its highest possible level. So what that basically means is that your body is talking to your brain, and then your body can take over and do what it does best. Under the direction of the brain. Perfect. Control systems. (laughs) You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. 
Do you suffer from migraines, headaches, neck and back pain, sciatica, joint pain, or neuropathy? These are all health issues Dr. Yardley's patients have seen incredible improvements with. Hear from over 100 patients at YardleyInstitute.org. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Dr. Lee Yardley is here. Uh, Dr. Yardley, in just a moment, we're going to talk to Mike. Now, this is this is not all that unusual an occurrence. I understand he was seeing somebody else before he came to see you. Correct. And, and I'm sure they were doing a fine job on him, but his issue was this. He wasn't holding, and he wanted to... Yet to try something that would hold. Now, when for you say holding, what do you mean? Um, not needing a correction for long periods of time. Some people can get relief by being corrected on a regular basis, uh-huh. and other it, people can go longer. Uh, yeah, some approaches allow a person to hold for longer periods of time. And in your goal is always, as I understand it, to get people to hold as long as possible. Yeah, ten years is our record. Better than ten years. I'll take that. Yeah, ten years would be great. I would too. We got to talk to Mike here. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Sure, Doctor Yardley is here to chat with you too. Hi there, Mike. Hello, Doctor Yardley. Wonderful to hear your voice. It's good to talk to you too. I love it when patients are thrilled to hear Doctor Yardley. <laughs> so, Mike, tell us a little bit about your situation. I understand that you uh, you work in construction and you were sore all over for a long, long time. Tell us all about this. Well, I've been, uh, for quite a few years, I was told that I either had arthritis or I had fibromyalgia, that I couldn't do the job I was doing, and I started to believe that because uh, in order to get my work boots on in the morning, uh, I couldn't tie my shoelaces. My hands were so sore. I'd either have to weave my shoelaces between my fingers and pull that way or else wait for about half an hour, 45 minutes as I drove to work before I could tie my boots. Now, my back was so sore that uh, I, at times, would just come home and lay down on the floor. Or even if we were at a party at someone's house, I'd just have to lay down on the floor. And, and I was tired all the time due to the amount of pain I was in. That must have been tremendously frustrating. Oh, it, it, it was frustrating for myself uh, and for my wife and for my kids. And after starting to go to Dr. Yardley, I just found out how much it was for my wife and how much she had been holding back. Uh, because she was also in the same place, in the survival mode, just trying to make things work. That day, after my first adjustment, I thought, for sure, this can't be real. And I went over to my mother's house, who I said, well, I'm going to this guy. And and she said, I'll never go to a chiropractor. I I don't want anything to do with it. And I walked into her house after my first adjustment, and she said, I want to go see whoever you were at. And that's what was crazy. I didn't tell her I had been in there, but she had known. Another issue I had was I had never stood up straight. My mother used to always tell me to stand up straight, and Dr. Yardley, through his x-rays, pointed out that my spine was not in a position that would allow me to sit up or stand straight, that it would be physically painful to me. My parents used to tie me to my chair at the dining room table so I'd sit up straight. <laughs> um, and my mom, as soon as I walked into her house, standing straight, like she always told me to do, Right then, she said, I want to go in and see the same guy, because she had some back problems as well. So tell me about where you are today. How are you feeling today? I can't even tell you how long I've held my adjustment. I go in every Actually, I can. It's about uh, 13 months. Wow. 13 months. Mm-hmm. So over a year. I was going to say about a year. And what's your <laughs> life like now? What is the pain all gone? Tell me about uh, it. Well, I am in construction. So now what happens is every once in a while, I tweak a muscle, I pull a muscle. But with my 
atlas in line and my nerves being able to focus throughout my whole body and communicate with my brain of how it needs to heal, I get sore every once in a while, but it'll be for a day or two. And my body will know what it needs to do to recover from that sore. I lift heavy stuff. I move things with two guys that are 4,000 pounds in building elevators. So we're moving stuff, heavy stuff, doing construction all the time. I wake up in the morning. Uh, every once in a while, I still use my CPAP machine, depending on how much sleep I'm getting in the night. I never use an inhaler. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't need an inhaler. And uh, I haven't used one of those since probably this, probably the fifth or sixth month I went to Dr. Yardley's. And beforehand, I had two different inhalers. One of them was uh, $365 a month uh, that the cost was of the one inhaler. And ever since that fourth month, I haven't used those at all. And tell me, about, tell me about your overall back and chest pain. How, how is that? My back pain is great. Um, every once in a while now, when I get sore, I look at my wife and I ask her, how did I ever live this way? And her response to me is, we didn't. We coped. But and, and and then it's only a day or two from from normal construction wear and tear, and then I feel better. I I I, I can't understand how I ever lived with all the different pains and everything, other than it was just survival. I walk upright. Uh, I feel great. I wake up in the morning. I can put my boots on. I can tie my boots right away when I wake up, which is just a huge blessing in itself. I was able to uh, to, to change the way my, my whole family uh, works together and, 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 and lives. In fact, he also helped my daughter, who had a lazy eye, and an optometrist, a child optometrist, after working with my daughter for eight months, said she needed eye surgery, and a child optologist that we worked with for another eight months because I didn't want to cut into my daughter's retina, said she needed surgery too, and now her eye holds position when her alignment's in with her, with her atlas. So he's helped my family in many more ways, and uh, we're, we're very grateful for the practice he has. Michael, thank you for making the time to chat with us. It's great. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Dr. Yardley, we've, uh, we've talked to a lot of people, but that is certainly among the most dramatic stories I've ever heard and the biggest change I've ever heard from somebody. Very unique, very unique, but it made a profound change in Mike's life. Yeah, impact on his entire family. Yeah. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Thanks for listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. You can learn more about the Yardley Institute and listen to over 50 patients share their remarkable stories. Just go to YardleyInstitute.org. Tune in next Sunday for Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM.